This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com. Or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket Goldfinger, Brian Goldfinger. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors took down the Detroit Pistons uh, by a score of 123-94. to 94. It was no contest. Um, the Pistons are bad. Uh, they're especially bad on the road. They're a little bit shorthanded right now without Reggie Jackson, which uh, freed my man Bobby. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's rough, man. It's rough. It's rough being a Pistons fan. It's rough seeing Blake Griffin already this depressed. Which, you know, if you move from California <clears throat> to Detroit in the middle of winter, uh, and it wasn't really your choice, and uh, it took you by surprise, you know, and you find yourself passing the ball to Ish Smith. I mean, damn. Uh, yeah, you could see why he'd be so upset. But on the other hand, nothing to be upset about for the Raptors. Um, just another ruthless performance by the team. Uh, 31 assists for 123 points is great. Holding the Detroit Pistons to less than 100 and holding them to 38% shooting is great. The Raptors hitting 17 threes is, um, rare, (laughs) um, but, uh, definitely uh, efficient there. Uh, Shooting an efficient 22 of 23 from the free throw line which is very efficient, and just overall, like, they kind of outclassed the Pistons. Like, you know, early on in the game, um, first half, just a five-point advantage. Um, mostly, it was the Raptors were kind of sloppy with, with um, turnovers, and that was leading to a couple of Detroit points, and that was kind of, like, keeping their offense afloat because the Pistons weren't really, like, nobody was on the, on the Pistons was really hurting the Raptors. Like, Reggie Bullock got open for a couple jumpers is not a big deal. Ish Smith getting into a couple layups is not a big deal because he, just all he does is look to score layups, and it's like, all right, cool, you're quick and you shifty, but, you know, <laughs> the offense can only go so far with that. And, and on the other end, the Raptors were, you know, outside of turning it over, doing pretty good things. Like, um, Ibaka was aggressive from the jump. Kyle Lowry was hitting threes from the start. DeMar Rosen uh, getting to the basket, establishing himself early on in the game. When you have those three players going, um, you know, things are going to be good. They gave up a bad three to end the first quarter, which, uh, you know, you you never want to see that as a coach. But, uh, you know, they made up for it in in, in, the second quarter. um, The bench came in. Not the most energetic performance from the bench. 
Um, we've seen the bench get off to a little bit of a slow start. A lot of that is just dependent on whether or not, you know, some of the guys come in and hit some shots. But ultimately, they were doing really well until Norm came in and had like a regrettable spell where he gave up two open threes uh, and then missed an open three himself. But later on, Norm redeemed himself, so let's not worry about that. But ultimately, the Raptors played a decent first half, and it felt all along like once the third quarter would start, the Raptors would crush them, and that's pretty much what happened. The uh, Raptors came out in the, in the after halftime, cut down on the turnovers, um, you know, uh, and just continue their ruthless defense or offensive approach. I mean, Ibaka especially was just torching Blake Griffin, like just destroying him, like. Um, I don't know. I would say this is the most devastating thing Ibaka's done to Blake Griffin, but Blake Griffin, like Ibaka's punched Griffin in the penis like twice already in, in the playoffs. So uh, this doesn't quite measure up to that, but um, Ibaka was great. And, and when he's aggressive with the jumper, when he's aggressive with his offense, uh, it really helps determine you know the ceiling for the Raptors, um, and especially when he can give it to you both ways. Like you know, defensively he was pretty good against uh, Blake. Uh, had a nice chase down block was active with his hands, two steals, uh, had an offensive rebound. Like When he's giving you all that stuff, um, the Raptors are going to win. <laughs> it's just, it's pretty much that simple. Um, you know, Ibaka was really hit, getting going in the third quarter. Um, and, you know, just a couple of bounces went the Raptors' way. I, f- I thought for some reason, you know, the Pistons, even though they weren't doing great, at least they were, like, coherent and they were, like, cohesive. Um, in terms of what they were doing on offense. And then in the third quarter, I don't know what it was. Like, they just started doing, like, crazy stuff. Like, there was one possession where they're, like, it was, like, a, they just, the, the both teams just couldn't secure the ball. But, like, the Pistons threw, like, five straight passes that were picked off in a row. And it's just, like, what are you guys doing? Like, Blake Griffin will try to go solo. And then Andre Drummond will try to go solo. And then Ish Smith will try to go solo. And I'm, like, man, you, first off, none of you guys are that good. Maybe Blake, but the rest of you guys aren't that good. Like, play, please play a system offense and do something. But... Yeah, they were not doing great. Um, Stanley Johnson was breaking every shot. Uh, this is a guy that once said that he was in LeBron's head. Um, yeah. It was not looking good for the Pistons. And then fourth quarter came in. You know what the fourth quarter crew does. Um, they just you know, kept blowing the lead more and more open. Siakam, Yaka uh, Pirtle doing great things. Pirtle, uh, especially uh, annoying the shit out of Blake Griffin. <laughs> Um, completely shutting him down. Um, great footwork on closeouts. Um, yeah, just great defense at the rim. And Blake was already frustrated. You could tell, like, this body language is bad throughout. But, uh, you know, he took a tech. He was pushing him around and stuff. And, uh, yeah, that's mostly just frustration because Pirtle was getting the best of him. And then, on, uh, you know, Pirtle also destroyed. Destroyed Andre Drummond. It was... Um, yeah, I mean, it was immediately reminiscent. Any anytime a Raptor dunks on on Andre Drummond, you're gonna think of uh, James Johnson with one of the nastiest dunks of all time. Uh, cocked that joint back and banged on him. Um, it wasn't as nasty as that, but uh, Pirtle kind of like what JV did on his uh, send it to OT play, where kind of like faked it and then drove it quick and dunked it. But like you know. Drummond was right there at the rim, and uh, Pirtle just beat him to it, and uh, it made for a nice poster. Um, it made for a nice little bit of revenge because you know Drummond had been given Valanciunas to work. Unfortunately, JV could not win the matchup this time. Uh, I saw Drummond actually resist biting on pump fakes, uh, which is uh, 
new. Um, also, Valanciunas has not been pump faking much this season, but, you know, with the guy with the history of Andre Drummond, I mean, like, yeah, I would probably pump fake too. <laughs> Still remember those games where, like, JV would pump fake. Like, I think it was the first game of the season where Drummond, like, uh, not the first game of the season, but a, a game earlier this season where Valanciunas would, like, pump fake Drummond. And I think that he, he got him up in there, like, three times in the same game. Like, man, I know JV's hitting these threes, kind of. But, like, you don't have, you can just stay down. But, uh, yeah, for once, Drummond stayed down. He kind of won, won his matchup there, but Proto got revenge on him. Uh, and also just Siakam is just active great throughout. I mean, he's the way he's blossomed into this, like, point four that can guard pretty much whatever position, like, that's such a rare thing to have, right? Like, um, obviously, he's on the low end of these prospects. Although, if you think about it, I mean, Siakam started playing basketball at 17, right? There's, there's more development there. Um, but, like, when you think of those types of players, we're talking about guys like Ben Simmons and like, um, you know, a really watered down Giannis. You know, like, I'm not saying that Siakam is on their level, not by a long shot, but like functionally, when he has a good game like this, it does remind you of that. Like, when you see a stat line of 11 points, five rebounds, six assists, five and seven shooting from the field in 24 minutes with two blocks. You know, what does that make you think of, right? Like, that's that's a that's a nice piece. It's very intriguing. And I think he's really made himself stand out from the pack. But, um, yeah, this is a night where a lot of players played well. Like, Van Vliet, even though I thought he looked a little bit like a sleepy dad out there, um, came in with a couple of big plays, uh, you know, including a couple just in scramble where he would just, you know, catch the ball and, and finish in a, in a corner three. Um, and DeLon Wright with a couple of great passes, including one where he threw it over his shoulder to Pearl right under the basket all alone for a dunk. Um, also some impressive drives. And also DeLon's three ball has been great. Like, seriously, it's been great, man. He, I know he's not a high-volume guy, and he's, he's still a standstill shooter, but two or three today, and I think I saw the stat. Like, like basically, if you take away, like, the first 10 games of the season, DeLon Wright's shooting, like, 40% from three. Like, that's that's legitimately impressive. I, I trust him to make a three now. Um, but, yeah, DeLon was impressive. You know, CJ had two threes, whatever. It wasn't really one of his games that he necessarily needed to be on as much. And, uh, yeah, man, in terms of uh, who won this game for us, it's the, the big three. First star, you got to give it to, let's give it to Ibaka. Ibaka rarely gets the first star. It's just Ibaka was aggressive, man. I mean, there's one play where you, like, chase down block on, I think Blake Griffin was in transition or whatever, but either Blake Griffin or Drummond. But, um, yeah, I think it was Drummond, actually. But whatever, it just Ibaka... Um, making himself uh, available in that play, coming all the way back on defense. And he's really good at that chase down block. We've seen it a lot this season. We've seen a chase down block a lot more than just, like, blocks closer to the rim. Um, and that's when you see, like, like if he's giving you those um, chase down blocks, if he's getting offensive rebounds, um, if he's aggressive looking to the jumper, like, it, it's pretty much just it tells you that sometimes he's really energetic, when he's really rested, like the Raptors hadn't played since, you know, before the weekend. Um, <clears throat> like when he comes out with this type, of, this type of energy and this type of hustle, it's, it's really hard to beat the Raptors, man. So I thought Ibaka was great, especially in that third quarter. He was just destroying Blake Griffin. But Ibaka, 19 points, 9 rebounds, 2 steals, a block. 7 of 14 shooting, 3 threes in 24 minutes, a plus 14. He gets the first star. Second star, um, give it to Kalari. 20 points, 25 minutes, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. Um, not the best defense against Ish Smith, but, like, Ish Smith's also, like, a game worse, minus 22. Like, Larry thoroughly 
outplayed him. Um, and you know, most of that was just Lowry catching fire from deep, man. He was, um, he was like when Lowry had that going from deep, it opens up everything else in his game because he does kind of need that, um, extra advantage of people closing out really hard on him and stuff for him to get the other parts of his game going because he's not necessarily explosive. But, um, Lowry was just had some really good looks early on and it kind of just established rhythm for him. And, uh, he was able to use that to draw fouls, um, you know, he took two charges, uh, six rebounds, four assists, six threes, 20 points, 25 minutes. Excellent. Didn't have to play in the fourth quarter. Great. Keep that guy fresh, man. Keep him fresh. Speaking of keeping him fresh, DeMar Rosen always keeping it fresh. 20 points, five of nine shooting from the field. A rare night where he goes to the free throw line a lot. Um, you know, it's just not happening as much from this year when he's going double digits. But 10 of 11 from the free throw line. Pistons had nothing really to guard him with. DeMar, DeMar was just getting to the rim at will. Um, whether it was Stanley Johnson or Reggie Bullock, these guys ain't guarding him. Um, DeMar getting to the basket for these graceful reverse layups. Uh, just smooth turnaround jump shots. Um, getting fouled, posting up smaller players. Uh, and then also just distributing, man. I mean, him uh, playing the two-man game with Ibaka is, is always a good thing. I love when the two of them get connected. They don't really do that late in the games, and I kind of would like to see more of it. Although, at the same time, I don't necessarily know if I trust Ibaka to take big shots. But still, just um, it just makes a lot of sense. Like a guy who can really drive and a guy who can shoot and be a pick-and-pop guy. And we, we know, we've seen, like, when Ibaka gets a especially mid-range pick-and-pop, a guy's money. Um, but, uh, yeah, DeMar was just excellent all around. You know, didn't have to play the fourth quarter either. 20 minutes, seven assists, two steals, a block, uh, plus 14. Perfect, perfect stuff. Anyway, I mean, uh, there's not too much else to say about this game. Like, the Pistons suck, and, you know, they, they didn't really play with urgency, which was surprising to me. Um, like, I guess they're still theoretically in a playoff chase, and, like, you're you're on the cusp kind of of the eighth seed like this could be your one eight matchup like you would really want to come out and show some effort but nope just got flat um just come completely flat uh yes i, I mean i feel bad for stan van gundy but also at the same time like he's the guy that put this roster together and like bro what is henry ellinson like what is that why why do you have henry ellinson why'd you take a use a first round pick on him like siakam's way better than him I think they were in from the same draft, right? Twenty sixteen. Like, what are you what what are you doing? Like, who are these players, man? Like, Anthony Tolliver is like one of like legitimately one of their best players, and I'm like, damn, that's it could not be me. But, um, you know, at the same time, like when you watch these blowouts, as much fun as it is, you kind of like have to like really appreciate. Like, I'm sorry, as long as, as much as like it's commonplace, you kind of really have to appreciate each one of them because like. Have you? I mean, everyone knows the Raptors are great, right? But like, the fact that the Raptors have only had to throw in the towel like twice all season, like that Denver game where they were clearly exhausted, and it was in Denver, uh, and then the OKC game, which was the second half of back to back after the um, Christmas break, not mini break, not really break. Those are only two times the Raptors had to do what the Pistons did tonight, which is like play Dwight Bikes with Luke Kennard and Eric Moreland and Henry Ellenson. And Langston Galloway. Like, the Raptors have only had to do that twice all season. I'm, I'll bet you the Pistons have done it at least 10. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Raptors are just demolishing teams. It's, uh, 
It still takes some getting used to. Anyway, in terms of your Jared Henderson Award, I'm going to give it to Ish Smith. He's a bit of a Raptor killer. Um, he's really good at attacking Lowry and going to the rim. That's cool. Whatever. Just game worse, minus 22. But he had 16 points um, on 7 of 13 shooting. He was the only Pistons starter to shoot better than 50%, which is uh, kind of sad because the Raptors had uh, four starters shoot 50% or better. So, yeah. The Pistons are sad. They're just a sad, sad team. They're really expensive. They're sad. They got a new arena. There's No one's coming out of these games. It, it's sad. They're called Little Caesars. Like, man. What happened, Detroit? What happened? Free my man George Blaha. I love that guy. I love that guy. He's a really good announcer. Or a broadcaster. Anyway, um, thank you to all of you guys for listening. I'll be back on Wednesday to recap the next game the Raptors play. Peace. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the Pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. As well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.